This is Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda. I'm Johnny Hart. And I'm Trader Nick. Welcome back to the Market Insights Market Pulse podcast. And today we're joined by Oanda Senior Market Analyst Ed Moyer in New York. Good afternoon, Ed. How are you doing? Very well. Greetings, gentlemen. Plenty to talk about today. Let's start with the core PCE index, which is the Federal Reserve's preferred measure of inflation, which was hotter than expected in April. And that has lended more support to the idea that the US central bank will raise rates further next month. Yes, we we, we got a a lot of uh, economic data today. Um, And basically, it was another strong reading on spending and inflation data. I think what we're starting to see is this economy is is very much showing um, not the signs of weakness that we were anticipating. Uh, the service sector continues to impress. Uh, we've now gone from the markets contently believing the Fed was done to now um, anticipating that the June meeting is a live one. Uh, rate hike odds are over 50%. And uh, I think uh, this is confirming um, the narrative that um, I've been pushing that, you know, rates are going to stay higher for longer. And um, it looks like we might even get more rate hikes. And I, I think this this is uh, it's interesting to see the market reaction because uh, some of that is clouded by um, debt limit talks. And uh, as we approach that X date, but I, I think what we're, we're getting you know, a, a clear sign here in the data is that sticky inflation readings are here. And uh, that's going to complicate, um, I think, uh, the, the the outlook and probably support the case that, you know, the Fed is, is going to um, need to become more uh, aggressive. And uh, I think the Hawks are going to win out. And I think that you're probably going to see, uh, you know, the base case is going to grow that, um, recession probabilities are going to go up because as we get more tightening, that will cripple um, large parts of the economy. And uh, no, I think it's, you know, interesting to see exactly just, you know, how strong the the consumer remains. I mean, we saw uh, in addition to uh, that inflation data, personal income, um, you know, remained healthy. A 0.4% gain uh, and uh, a tick higher than the prior month and, and personal spending really impressed. So I think we're, we're probably going to anticipate that uh, in addition to that, uh, you, know, you know, durable goods was, you know, coming in a little bit better than expected. So all the data is pointing to a stronger than expected economy. And uh, that's going to uh, force the Fed to uh, remain aggressive with tightening. And that's what's necessary to bring down inflation. So I think uh, that story can be uh, made uh, across the pond too. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, I think uh, June is now live and uh, um, it'll be interesting to see how the Fed positions themselves for this meeting. What's interesting to your point there, Ed, about uh, the Fed uh, potentially having more rate hikes on the table, that story being brought back to life with these hotter than expected inflation readings. Again, you mentioned core PCE being the Fed's preferred way of measuring inflation due to it being so focused on the consumer. And I think that it's interesting because when we look at some of the major stories, of course, uh, the Fed's next move being a a key contributor, we see the dollar rallying strong today, which uh, in many cases makes sense. 
And at the very same time, when we flip over to what's happening in uh, the equities market, we have a strong rally at the same time. Of course, that being brought on by another key headline, which is the recent developments on the debt ceiling uh, optimism uh, uh, surrounding a possible resolution. And we see the NASDAQ trading absolutely you know, up today like crazy, up over 1%, the other indices uh, trailing behind as well. Uh, and we have four Courses like the AI story, NVIDIA trading up, we might talk a little bit more about that as we close today, but in general, it's an interesting story to see the two uh, major, uh, of course, rising interest rates, not necessarily a good thing for the equities market, but debt ceiling concerns subsiding, uh, giving way to some upside for uh, key indices here in the US. I want to ask you, Ed, in terms of those two developments, right? Of course, the market has been hyper fixated on the debt ceiling situation. Um, where do we go from here? Because of course, if debt ceiling concerns continue to sort of subside and that rolls back, and then we're just left with the Fed's next meeting, do you think that could put some pressure on the indices despite the trading up that we're seeing today? I think that's a interesting question because it, you know, it ask me which index because, because if we're talking S&P 500, um, you know, I, I think there's uh, heavy tech weighting is, is, is going to provide us some uh, safety, I think, there. Um, NASDAQ could probably outperform. I think, you know, we're in the early stages of this AI, um, I think, moment. Um, I think there's tremendous growth potential there. Um, and, uh, you know, forget valuations. It doesn't matter about that. Um, I, the, the, just the way the market's positioned. Um, I think you could still see, you know, Nvidia become, you know, that first chip maker to join the trillion dollar club, and I think you're gonna, you're going to see that this is a market that um, is now going to, you know, face the harsh reality that, uh, you know, we're, we're going to see lending crippled. I think we're going to see, um, you know, the, the it's it's like a it's a difficult situation here for um, I think um, small and medium-sized businesses. I think you're going to probably um, anticipate that uh, you know Fed tightening is is, is really going to um, start to tighten financial conditions. So th th this is a um, you know I think the the Dow will probably underperform here, but um, I, I think you're 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 looking like we're we're, we're going to be heading towards a recession. The recession could be a little bit more hard-hitting than people are anticipating, um, and uh, it's not going to, I mean, we live in two economies right now, you know, there, I mean, you know, manufacturing activity is clearly in a recession uh, and the service sector is still, still hanging in there. And I think this is one of the reasons why, you know, you know, the Fed made a mistake. They, they were too slow in, in, in tightening policy. And we saw that inflation filter into the service sector. And now to bring that down is going to take a lot more work. So, you know, the, the risks of, you know, one or two more rate hikes, are there and and uh, you know we we can't rule out even further hikes. Um, so I, I think uh, this is a this is a the Fed's job is going to get really tough and uh, we'll we'll see what happens going forward. But I, you know once we get past all this debt debt drama, um, you know the focus is going to be all about the Fed inflation and uh, we're going to be clearly heading towards a recession because they're going to need to trigger that. Certainly an interesting time, especially when uh, I always find it to be a, a curious time in markets whenever you see uh, the dollar index as well as the indices moving in the same direction, down or up. It's always interesting to watch out for. Uh, of course, um, the dollar trading higher here today with those 
possibilities of anticipated further rate hikes. Again, uh, it seemed just a few weeks ago that rate hikes were kind of off the table and not in anybody's uh, sights. And then here goes the dollar just uh, shoots back through the previous highs uh, around 104 as we speak about it here, 104.3 getting broken out here uh, on today's trading action. So it'll be very interesting to see where that story develops. And of course, as always for listeners, we will be updating you guys on the podcast here Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Can we briefly switch to this side of the Atlantic, uh, guys? And I don't know whether you saw or heard the comments from the Chancellor of the Exchequer, Jeremy Hunt, today, who has backed the Bank of England hiking interest rates further, even if it tips Britain into recession. Obviously, uh, he has inflation on his mind. Uh, this is uh, a politically possibly quite a dangerous thing to say because all those people out there, uh, a lot of their mortgages are about to change and they've been on fixed rates for the last two or three years and it's going to be pretty painful, at least uh, for the short to medium term. Uh, what, what did you make of those comments, uh, Nick, and uh, has there been reaction in the market? I think that there's a couple things to unpack here. You know, when we're talking currency pairs, if you're talking about um, the pound against the dollar specifically, it's an interesting story here because yes, there certainly has uh, been, as you mentioned, uh, additional hawkish comments, but I think it's kind of been the normal uh, recently to hear those sorts of things. Yes, still scary and a tough situation for you know people of any country raising interest rates. It can be a tough time. And I think that when we talk specifically about the pound against the US dollar though. One thing that I find um, you know, kind of important to note here is the the shock factor, if you will, for lack of a better term, where you have, you know, things were already kind of super hawkish in the UK, right? Inflation's super high. It's almost clear as day that unfortunately, uh, it seems like more rate hikes or at least tightening higher for longer kind of language has been the case. Well, now the dollar is strengthening so much today is in reaction to a sudden change in the narrative where um, we we are joining back on the hawkish side again, where it seems it had seemed like a, a pause was in order, where there was that clear divergence between the UK uh, likely to raise and the US uh, likely to hold. That has swung a little bit, and that's why I think as we speak about it, the pound against the US dollar has dropped pretty substantially, is because again, markets are forward-looking, and now it seems like the dollar strength coming back into play putting a lot of pressure on that pound. So yes, I think still hawkish for the Bank of England, but with that catch-up play, I think on the dollar where you're seeing now the Federal Reserve looking like, hey, there, there could be more rate hikes coming. Uh, I think the pound suddenly lost some of its uh, lost some of its edge, I think, in terms of trading upwards against the US dollar. Uh, at least right now, that seems to be the case, uh, suppressing some of the upward move that we've seen recently on the pound, now turning into what seems to be a downtrend. Um, I'd be curious to see what what Ed thinks on the same uh, note in terms of uh, this this pivot specifically from the Fed, how it may impact against whether it's the pound or just other currencies around the world. Uh, what do you think, Ed? I, I think, um, well, just to kind of focus on what um, Hunt said, um, this was um, rather surprising. And I think when you take a look at, you know, how the market reacted, um, you know, gilts showed a, a strong, you know, boost here as haven demand was was um i think um, pretty significant as you know traders are weighing these economic risks and uh, you know in addition to that we had uh, another impressive round of retail sales and uh, some of that was supported by nice weather so um i, I think you're you're we're, we're taking a look at 
um, I think you know both economies, uh, the UK and the US, uh, um, are are seeing stubborn inflation. I think we're going to see both central banks need to remain aggressive. Uh, but uh, as 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 we take a look, as both economies are likely to be recession bound, the safe haven trade will will still you know probably benefit the dollar. Um, you know pending no debt ceiling uh, follies but um, I think overall this is a this is an interesting market because now you know as you highlighted that catch-up trade you know you know the last month it was you know everyone was thinking you know that interest rate differential was going to you know swing into um, the pound's favor and uh, no I think you know this this has been a very difficult week to trade. Um, I think, you know, the pound is, you know, after that retail sales data, it was poised for its first gain. Um, and uh, I think uh, its first gain for this week. But um, no, I think this is a difficult uh, environment as uh, we're, we're, we're going to see central banks need to uh, be more aggressive for um, this uh, inflation fight. And uh, I, I think um, in the end, um, you know, it, the whole dollar weakening trade that was anticipated um, by many um, um, is, is, you know, kind of uh, hitting a rough patch here because uh, there, there will be some dollar dominance um, as we, uh, I think, anticipate more tightening by the Fed. And I think uh, the, the safe haven trade, um, you know, is if, if we end up seeing Europe broadly be, you know, heading towards a recession, um, that is um, going to really, uh, I think, disrupt um, um, how Wall Street has been positioned for, for risk. So um, I think uh, the next couple of months are going to be critical, but um, you know, I think there's still, uh, I think, strong optimism here that um, inflation will get curbed. Finally, guys, I wanted to ask you about NVIDIA being on a bit of a, a ride recently, but I know there are some who are warning that the rally won't last forever as their results, they say, uh, aren't as good as some have suggested, and uh, the sales guidance sets a rather high bar. Would you agree with that, Nick? My take on the NVIDIA thing is, well, uh, first of all, everybody loves a good stock jump. It always creates such an interesting story because you always get this, right? When you get um, any stock, like uh, like Meta with the, with the Metaverse, anything that is sort of controversial and causes either ginormous jumps or falls in a stock price, it brings a lot of takes to the table. So, of course, that's why we're talking about it on the podcast. And I think uh, with the NVIDIA thing, I I'm not... Um, you know, necessarily, uh, I think that the AI revolution thing is a real thing. The question is whether or not uh, in the short term has this been overdone. Uh, there's that phrase that's saying when it comes to, um, you know, fundamental trends and such that uh, short term the market overdoes it and long term it underdoes it, right? So it kind of is this concept of is this AI thing going to be here in the next decade? Almost certainly, right? It's it's where it's just a clear efficiency play for many, many companies. And the demand for chips uh, is is almost certainly going to rise, uh, barring some sort of ginormous fallout in the world, right? It's, uh, it's, we all need computers. We all, you know, if we need flights, if we need cars, if we need phones, it's a clear, clear pathway to demand for um, chip makers like NVIDIA, which has clearly a, a favorable model. Um, personally, I, I think, you know, of course, in the short term, things can get overdone. Uh, things could be over overshot in the short term. But um, I do think that this just, you know, this move in the NASDAQ uh, does not look necessarily like it uh, is just going to 
pivot and turn all the way back around. I think that there's some uh, play here that is, again, surpassing some of those headwinds that we discussed, like, um, of course, you know, further potential interest rates. Why isn't the NASDAQ, you know, selling off on that? Well, it's, again, because there's some um, some strong tailwinds with uh, what's happening with NVIDIA. I can't comment too much specifically, if I'm being honest, about the stock and the management of the company and all the numbers. I don't have all that in front of me, and it's not really my area of expertise. So let's ask Ed. Uh, hopefully he can give a little bit more than I have on the company itself. Um, Ed, what do you think? I, I think this was a, a story that uh, NVIDIA is was a, a mega cap tech stock uh, in the making that um, was not on a lot of traders' radar. Um, I think this is this is one of those weeks where um, you're seeing um, all of Wall Street now really you know draw attention. I think the the demand for from data centers is is uh, is is going to be rather robust. Um, you know, pending what well, complicated it is. Um, you know, how will Nvidia's guidance hold up once we're you know in the in the middle of uh, pricing in uh, maybe a, a harder hitting recession? Um, but but I, I think overall, uh, you know, the momentum trade. Um, you know, this the the buzz behind uh, this uh, AI frenzy. Um, Nvidia is going to be one of the primary beneficiaries. I think there's there's still a lot of skepticism with Meta, um, but I think when you take a look at uh, AMD, Intel, um, you know, I, I think everyone knows Nvidia is 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 the you know right now it's like the the, the favorite pick, and uh, I, I think on a on a broader basis, uh, um, you know this mega cap tech trade was starting to lose momentum. Now, um, what's interesting is, you know, we're, you know, as far as a key level for markets, 4,200 on the S&P 500, uh, this is giving us a last big surge. Um, is this enough to, uh, you know, Absorb, uh, you know, absorb all the different risks that um, are emerging and allow for stocks to push higher. Uh, that is difficult to say. Um, so, so I think uh, um, we're, we're we're probably going to see. Um, um, I think uh, this Nvidia, you know, trade, you know, could could have some further legs. But um, given the current macro backdrop, um, it will be difficult to to see. Um, you know, when when investors start to get a little bit more nervous, um, you know, there's a lot of profit taking that will happen for an NVIDIA. So um, I, I think, you, you know, there's a, it has had, you know, a historic move, the you know, largest market cap daily increase. Um, but uh, I, I think that this is uh, this is uh, this AI trade is not going to be going away. We'll probably be talking about it a lot more going forward. Um, and uh, no, I, th I think uh, people need to um, pay close attention to this this part of the market because uh, there is still a lot of um, uh, potential of uh, people becoming a little bit more overweight on this AI trade, and uh, it's it's, uh, it's something that people are still getting educated on. So watch out. Very interesting indeed, Ed. Thank you very much for joining us uh, today, both uh, Ed and uh, Nick. And it's a long weekend ahead for uh, all of us uh, on both sides of the Atlantic. We have a spring bank holiday. Yes, that's our third public holiday uh, this month alone. And you've got Memorial Day uh, weekend. So enjoy uh, the break. Thank you, Johnny. As always, we'll see you back next week. Have a great weekend, everyone. 
Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda.